0: Welcome guys, I'm excited to have Steve Trang here in the home office, and we've got a topic that is really important, there's a lot of misinformation as far as Steve and I are concerned, and that's regarding should you get your real estate license for investing, coming up.
1: For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com.
0: If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton, and I went from dead broke to millionaire flipping houses. And after doing a thousand deals, I started this channel to help you master the art of wholesaling and flipping so that you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. All right, Steve, thank you for being here. Uh, It's exciting to get to do this video with you, and you know, I don't know, Steve, if you know this, but uh, you and I relate um, quite a bit in regards to kind of a little bit of our background and kind of what we do. Um, more so, I think, than a lot of other people in the education space. So it's exciting for me to actually talk about this topic of your real estate license. But again, thank you for being here. It's exciting to have this opportunity.
1: Oh, I mean, thank you for having me. And I am just blown away by
0: this home office. I mean, I don't know if you can even call this a home office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not a bad place to hang out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you for coming. And you know. It's great that you're local, but I sure I sure enjoy kind of this type of face to face interaction when doing a video like this. So yeah. it's a lot of fun, and and I want to talk about this topic of your real estate license. And I don't know if you know a little bit of my background, but uh, when I got started about 16 years ago, there wasn't very much public tools or information to gather data, and so I started out as a wholesaler, and I got my real estate license strictly for access to the MLS so that I could comp properties and set up my own showings. And so it wasn't at all to be an agent. It was for the wholesaling business. And I found that getting my license just really helped with that. And so I did that for about four years. And then about, so then now about 10 years ago, I got my broker's license because the problem was my bro, every year I'd have to change brokers because I wasn't bringing sales in, you know, no splits to the broker. He would sit me down and say, Hey, you know, you got to go. Your your sales. <laughs> yeah. So I got tired of changing brokers all the time. Cause if you don't know, if you have your salesperson license, you have to be under a broker uh, in order to stay active with that license. So I went ahead and got my broker's license to then not have to answer to anybody. And then I continued doing my thing. I've had my broker's license since it's in Michigan yeah. and uh, it's still active. I've got a handful of agents, nothing like the what you do with hundred plus was 120 or so agents. About
1: 120 agents. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But as a wholesaler, licensed, and a huge proponent, I've been speaking out about this for years of the benefits and the value, and why investors. I think not just not just it's helpful or handy or beneficial, but actually, my belief is you should get your real estate license if you're an investor. Now, I don't know if your, st- your stance is quite that strong, uh, but I'd love to hear from you. So let's kind of start from there, Steve. So why your real estate license? Why do you have your real estate license? Well,
1: I got my real estate license because I, I kind of went the wrong route. So before we even jump into that, I just want to say I started my own brokerage, the same reason why you started your own brokerage, <laughs> where I didn't want to answer any of yeah. these, right? So um, I actually got licensed. Uh, so I read Think and Grow Rich. I said, okay, I'm going to become this real estate investor. I'm going to get out of the rat race. And this is back in 2006. And I started buying rental properties. And then I saw like, wait, this other realtor is making a crap load of money. (laughs) What is going on over here? A
0: year's worth of of cash flow in one sale. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And so I got completely sidetracked. So I I kind of called the lost decade, but it was really like seven (laughs) or eight years where I kind of went down the wrong road. So I became licensed because I wanted to make realtor money. And you know, wholesaling wasn't a big thing at that time. It existed, yeah. but it
0: wasn't a big thing. So, it's, were you doing listings and then buyer's agent taking people out and showing showing properties?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I never did. Yeah. But, yeah. So I was an agent for yeah. for quite some time, and I don't necessarily recommend that route. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think it's a terrible route if it's the direction you want to start, yeah. but I don't. I don't necessarily recommend that route. Because, nice weekends, uh,
0: holidays. Is that why?
1: Yeah, like they sell you this dream, and I think that they sell wholesalers the same yeah. dream too is like you get to work whatever hours you want to work drinking Mai Tais on the beach pick your hours and that's not true not true now as a realtor as a, or as a wholesaler right no. it's not <laughs> to become a business owner um but business owner
0: in general right
1: yeah and so that's kind of what i was sold but that's why i got licensed now with that being said i preach all the time that you should be licensed and that goes against the grain cuz oh. you and i are not Uh, of the of the popular opinion Mm -hmm. and what people are always saying is like well you know if you're licensed then you can't say these things or you can't do these things which cracks me up and i argue even if you weren't licensed you shouldn't say those things (laughs) or do those things
0: yeah i saw this i saw this this thread on on a facebook page and it was and the argument was well um you, you're held to a higher standard. That was the argument. you're held to a higher... Well, you should be held to a higher standard, whether you have your license or not. What are you talking about?
1: Right You shouldn't be unethical <laughs> or immoral. So like you know if you're coming in with a heart of service, yeah. then there really shouldn't be any problems, right? Like we don't ever lie to prospects. We don't go to someone's house that's worth 300 and tell them it's worth 200. right? Yeah. right? So we're totally transparent with our process, with our conversation. So I think that that concern that you're held to a higher standard, is not a bad thing and that's the downside but they're never talking about the upside yeah and the upside is you also get to monetize your existing leads because we know statistically when you're calling motivated homeowners only between two and five percent will actually entertain your cash offer Mm -hmm. there's another 95 percent that have raised their hand want to sell yeah, need to sell, mm-hmm. they're motivated. Um, I did. I had a really good run uh, before PPC got crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, back when it was just me versus Sean Terry. Yeah. I had a really good run on PPC. Here in Phoenix, yeah. In Phoenix, where I was getting 7% listings all day. Yeah. 7%. 7%. I would go to their Not home. Not 6%, 7%. 7%. Now, did I leave a lot of Which money? Which is about a,
0: as much as you make on a wholesale deal or yeah. more.
1: So, at that time, it was great, right? Yeah. So, um, I think that you're dealing with a motivated homeowner who's happy to pay you commission to get you out of, get them out of their situation. So, these are homeowners that don't necessarily want your cash offer, may not be able to accept your cash offer, and there's other ways around that. But if they're tied to you know Zillow or Redfin, and they've got pain, but not enough pain to go the cash route, you can present listing as an option. now. I am not saying be a listing agent, yeah. right? I've gone down that road, mm-hmm. and that's not terribly exciting either.
0: No. but You can get referrals is what we typically do.
1: Yeah, so you can approach us in one of two ways. You could have someone, uh, you can refer it out and collect 25%.
0: which you have to have a license to get you a, need a license to in get most it.
1: states. I think pretty much all states. All states. If you're not licensed, you're going to prison. I mean, do you guys
0: catch that? So let me back up a second what Steve's saying here. If you're a wholesaler and you go on appointment and you can't get the cash offer, but you offer to list it or refer them to somebody that will list it, you can get typically what I typically get is half of the listing commission. Mm -hmm. So if it's a 3%, I get 1.5% for referring that person to a listing agent. They do all the work, they list it, handle all of that, and I get paid 1.5%. To get that 1.5%, you have to have your real estate license. But if you think about it, Steve, I mean, I've run the numbers. In most states, it costs, except California, it costs about $1,000, maybe $1,500 to get your license, You know all the fees, oh, yeah. maybe $1,000 a year to maintain your license with dues and so on. Mm-hmm. It's not very expensive to get and maintain a real estate license, and you can easily, easily, mm-hmm. 10 times over, 20 times over, Make up for that just in referrals, not even getting the full listing, just in referrals at half the listing. That just paid for it way, way more than it ever cost you.
1: Exactly. And so you're talking about getting fifty percent referral fees. What you can do is you you mentioned fifty percent. If you have a team, you could have someone that just runs with these as an agent. They're the realtor on your team. You're a licensed realtor, but they're the realtor on the team running the transaction, and they'll take fifty percent. In some instances. You could pay them a salary if you wanted to, Mm -hmm. or pay them 30%. Like whatever you negotiate within that organization, you are free to do as a licensed realtor. Now, that's just for local. Now, have you ever talked to someone who's like, well, I don't need to sell this house, but I got this other property back in Kansas, back in Florida. Well, what do you do? You can post it in a Facebook group, have them run the deal, and hope that they pay you <laughs> because that's all you have mm-hmm. to rely on, yeah. right? You've got a handshake, you got a verbal Facebook message, maybe, but if you're a licensed realtor, now you can go on Zillow, mm-hmm. find an agent over there, yep. say, I've got this motivated seller. I want 25, 30, whatever you want to negotiate. Mm-hmm. And if you're good with that, now you can send them a, 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 a referral
0: agreement. And as long as you're licensed in one state, you can receive a commission in another state. Absolutely. Yeah. So you guys that do virtual or whatever, you know, that's you just get your license, whatever, maybe your main market or where you're at or whatever. And then you can get those referral fees where, from wherever.
1: I don't know. I just look, there's so much upside.
0: In ML- MLS, I mean, MLS, I don't care how good Zillow gets, how good Redfin gets, nothing beats the MLS because the filtering system is so robust. You can yeah. put in, you can put in so many if thens and all of these different scenarios where you can comp right down to basically your exact house that you're trying to comp. Whereas Zillow and Redfin and, and they only have a you know handful of filters.
1: It's right? consumer facing. It's not realtor facing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fine. It, it it works, but it's not something that you want to rely on mm-hmm. for a business.
0: We use public record like crazy, which ties into the MLS. We can right. look up who's on title, what their mortgage is, you know, so setting up showings. So there's so much upside.
1: And you want to look at the downside. So the downside of being licensed is you held to a highest standard. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I should
0: be ethical anyway.
1: <laughs> the downside of not being licensed yeah. and paying a bird dog fee yeah. or getting paid a bird dog fee is criminal. Yeah. Right? It's not like, hey, get your hand slapped. Now, have I seen anyone get, go to prison for bird dogging? No. But it's 100% illegal.
0: Oh, Yeah. And it's not just do a deal; it's marketing to do a deal. Mm-hmm. And it's a in, in Illinois, it's a twenty five thousand dollars fine. By the way, I'll put a link in the description. But I actually broke down that law blow by blow, and there's no there's no like there's no back doors into it. Like you can't hide behind entities, you can't hide behind partners, you can't do any of that. They've thought it all through, mm-hmm. and they're very clear that if you're engaging in wholesaling and flipping, they want you licensed.
1: Right. So even if you're passing out business cards that says, I'll pay you $500 yeah. for a referral fees," uh-huh.
0: that's illegal. You send an email to your cash buyer list. Yeah. Illegal. $25,000 fine. So there's that to watch out for. So I guess full circle back around to this. My personal belief is if, if you're serious about the business, if your plan is to be in this long term, make a career out of it, make a living out of it, you should really consider getting your real estate license. It's going to make you all around a better investor. You're gonna be better educated, better trained. You're gonna understand the whole process of real estate transactions a lot better. You're gonna understand ethics. I think a lot of people run around doing all this stuff and they're, they're not even really that aware that they're saying and doing things that are harmful to consumers. And they're, they're just uneducated. Yeah. You know, they They watched a video on my channel yesterday and here they are talking to sellers and doing harm uh, some of it maybe is intentional, but regulation's coming. I'm I'm not a big fan of regulation, but on the flip side, Steve, I'm actually looking at it like a real positive because um, I feel like it's going to thin the herd mm-hmm. and it's going to legitimize the industry a little bit. I think. I think it's going to. I think people are going to exit the business because they're not willing to go through the work to get their real estate license, which means you shouldn't be in the industry anyway. All right. So I think it's in, in the end. Regardless, here's my thought. Regardless whether you agree, you disagree, a lot of people are upset about it. It's happening. It's coming to a state near you. Either get on board or go do something else. Embrace it though. Like I've embraced it. Yeah.
1: And just again, ignorance of the law is not a defense. Upside is great, downside is protected. Like there's just no good reason not to do it. Yeah.
0: Uh, The one thing that I always make sure I try to say about it, and the only other thing you mentioned the downside is, you have to be ethical, <laughs> which is funny, but there is one rule that you always have to follow and that is disclosure. So what that means is the, the public has a right to know that you're licensed. So when you meet with sellers, when you, when you talk to, when you really do anything, you have to say, I'm a real estate license. I'm, I have a real estate license or I'm a licensed real estate agent. So what I do is on my contracts, when I buy, there's a clause that says buyer is a licensed agent. When I sell, seller is a licensed agent. And that keeps that disclosure you know, yeah. out there. So
1: that's in our footer of every page in our document. Yeah, principal. as a, but a make
0: sure you understand disclosure. That's where you can get into trouble. I have a buddy who sent out a mailing. He's licensed. It landed on the doorstep of another agent who knew he was licensed. That she didn't like him, reported him to the state. He had to pay a fine because he sent a he sent a direct mail piece mm-hmm. and didn't disclose he was licensed. Yeah, failure to disclose. Yeah. So anyway, that's that, guys. Again, uh, thank you for joining me. If if uh, you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel with like 600 videos now. This is the number one channel on all things wholesaling and flipping, and we'll see you on the next video.